Welcome to Not a Novice, a time of refreshing and upliftment through the unfailing Word of God with Bishop Victor Collins of Sabre. Bishop Collins is the Bishop of the Good Shepherd Church, a dynamic church located in Canal No. 2 Polder, West Bank Demerara, with branches all over Guyana. Now, here is the message. Praise the Lord. Wonderful. Welcome to Northern Novice Church this Tuesday afternoon. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this opportunity. Speak to our hearts like never before. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, we're looking at uh, wasting opportunities. I think we've had about four points. Um, so I'm going to quickly run through Luke chapter 15 and verse 11, and then we'll move on from there. Today I want to talk about the road to um, wasting opportunities. And he said, a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together. I mean, if you look at how this man, the Bible says that uh, he divided unto the two brothers his living. You can see how the younger son will not prosper. <laughs> Oh, I didn't get an amen. Hey, not another this church, are you there? Wherever you are listening from, region four, region five, region six, region three, canal number two, Polder, are you there? I'm saying that the man divided unto his two sons his living. It's like what he actually was depending on, what he was striving on, he had to cut it into two and give a portion to his younger son. From there, you can understand that the guy won't prosper. From there, you understand that it will not go well with this gentleman. Are you there? Don't force your father to do things that is not in his heart to do. It will not be well with you. The Bible says that then he took his journey to a far country and there he wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land. And he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. Anytime people are suffering, they, they need somebody to partner with. When people feel exam, they also uh, try and find people who also feel the exam and say, they cheated us. <laughs> you failed, brother. You failed. Nobody cheated you. <laughs> He went to join himself to a citizen of that country and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with a husk that the swine did eat and no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, how many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough and to spare bread? Half tennis roll, half all them rolls. And I perish with hunger. Charlie, a guy was suffering from hunger. He was hungry. I don't know if you have been hungry before when you get cold sweat. When you get, <laughs> yeah, yeah, cold sweat. There's a certain hunger, you just get cold sweat. <laughs> you, you take one, two, three steps. It's like you have to sit down somewhere because it's serious. I perish here with hunger. I'm telling you, that cold sweat is <laughs> not a nice thing at all. Anytime you are fasting and you get cold sweat, please eat. 
Anytime you are fasting, I don't care which demon you are fasting to mind. Once you get cold sweat, Charlie, the next thing is blackout. So please, when you get cold sweat, drink some juice, eat some chana, and then eat some charmin, and then you'll be excited. He said, I'm perishing here with hunger. Food he couldn't get to eat, but in his father's house, there was food. I said there was food. He had gone to waste the living that his father parted to give to him that even food he couldn't get. And then he looked back and he said, you know what? The conditions in my father's house, they are so favorable. What am I doing out here? What am I doing out here? And he would fill and fill his belly with a husk and a swine did it and no man gave it to him. And when he came to himself, he said, how many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough and to spare and I perish with hunger? I will arise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. The guy, the guy didn't come with shoes. Can you believe it? All his shoes were gone. And bring hither the fatted calf and kill it. And let us eat. The guy, hey, Charlie, I'm sure the prodigal son was very excited about when the father spoke about food. Let us eat and be merry. Amen. It reminds me of um, a guy who, I had a story. But it was a joke or a story, but it's something. He, um, he collapsed. He blacked out on the streets one beautiful morning. And then people came around and they surrounded him. And then they, the people were wondering, hey, what, what has happened to him? People said, ah, let us take him to the hospital. He said, oh, no. Let us call the ambulance. He said, oh, no. How sad. What, what happened to him? Why, why, why is he unconscious? Then somebody said, I think we should give him rice porridge. Then the guy opened his eyes and said, please listen to the guy with the rat porridge story. <laughs> he was hungry that morning. I tell him, he blacked out. And the people telling things that are not relevant. When he heard the rice porridge, he said, please listen to the rice porridge story. Charlie, the prodigal son, the Bible says that, and bring in the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat. I can imagine when his father said, let us eat. How excited and the smile on his face. I'm sure he skinned his teeth. It's a group. <laughs> he skinned his teeth. Because after all the uh, uh, tribulation and after all the punishment with food, now he's going to eat something. And so remember, we spoke about five good opportunities wasted by the prodigal son. Number one, he wasted the opportunity to benefit from the advice his father gave him. Number two, he wasted an opportunity to be great. Number three, he wasted his position. Number four, we said he wasted his inheritance. Okay? He wasted his inheritance. I remember um, my father in the ministry, 
uh, told us many years ago about um, a family, a man who was so rich, um, built a house, houses, and he passed away and he um, left the house for his sons. And I hear um, the, the house was a big house. Every room was air-conditioned. And then the sons, they, they drank the whole house, all the air-conditioned and the whole house. They drank it away. You know what it means to drink an air conditioner away? He went to the beer garden, the pub, and then he took one air conditioner with him and said, Barman, how much is this air conditioner? He said, Oh, it's 100,000. Okay, hold on to it. So every time I come here, I get a case of beer, you write it down until I drink the equivalent of the air conditioner. They drank the whole air conditioner in the house. <laughs> The guy wasted his inheritance. Number five, which I don't want to focus on today, but because of time, we'll see how we go. He wasted his sonship. Because he said, Father, I am no more worthy to be called thy son. I am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. It reminds me of Jesus when he was being baptized. The Bible said a voice came and said, this is my beloved son. If you ever get a privilege of uh, being the son of any great man of God, don't waste it. I said, don't waste it. Because sons have the opportunity to receive inheritance. Sons have the opportunity to have a position. A son is different from a servant. A son is different from a classmate. A son is different from a roommate. And uh, such like the a son and a servant are two different people. The Bible says in John chapter 8 and verse 35 that and the servant abided not in the house forever, but the son abided forever. A son is a, a child is a child. Someone was telling me a story about their child. You know, the son went to do some bad things. And um, I think they owed um, some money. Or the things that they, 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 the son went to do, they needed some money to bail him out of, of, of the situation. So they went to, I think, a pawn shop or something like that. Some place where they, they, they borrow money or they, they lend money. And um, they borrowed, let's say, let's say 500000 And um when they borrowed the 500,000, then they said, the person told them that, okay, if you, you pay back the 500,000 with interest of 400,000. So they agreed to the deal. And then they had to give something as a collateral for the loan. And then the parent gave away their land title. to the pawn man, the pawn shop owner, for that amount of money. A son is a son. You should hear what the parents said. Pastor, it's me, son. What are I going to do? It's me, son. It's me, son. <laughs> it's like, you can see clearly that this 
your land title can easily fizzle out. But the person is arguing against all odds that it is because of my son. That is why I'm taking this risk. I'm telling you. A son is a son. And a son abided forever. But this prodigal son, he wasted his sonship. He wasted it. He was disrespectful. He asked his father to die, activate his death, activate his will. Then he took uh, half of his father's living and then he went and he, he wasted it. He, he, everything that the father had known him for, everything that the father had raised him up for and, and, and everything that he had learned in the house, he, he, he became the direct opposite. Disgraced the father. And so it, it, was, it, was, it was very shameful too. Call him a son. Amen. So when he came back, he knew it. And then sometimes it's very important when you when you make mistakes to know what you what you made. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes when people make mistakes, they don't they don't they don't say, Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Are you sorry for what? I remember one day uh, somebody came to apologize to me, and then my assistant was in the um, in the office, and then the person came and said, Oh, I am sorry. Then my sister said, sorry for what? It's like, <laughs> my sister had to help the, the person to do the apology properly. To apologize for, because the person wasn't saying what they are what they're apologizing about. You need to know what you're apologizing about. It's like going to God and say, Lord, forgive me for all my sins. That's a very nice way of, of, of talking to God. Isn't it? <laughs> forgive me for all my sins. Because if I start counting, what sins are you talking about? You see, God is a loving God, so he overlooks all of that. But if God was a man, you see, excuse me, I can't, I can't tolerate this generalization of your sin. Start number one. How is it that they say count your blessings, that we don't want to count your, your, your sins and your offenses? Count your offenses also. But God is so loving that we go before God and we say, forgive me for all my sins. We don't want to say it. Because God loves us. So he overlooks all of that. Okay, this afternoon, very quickly, let's look at um, the road to waste uh, opportunity. So you have the five points right there. If it was on um, the road to lost opportunities, you have the five points right there. If it was TV, I would have given you the QR code. You just have to scan it and then you, get, you have the points. Okay, so the road to lost opportunities. The first, the first road, the first step, you see, <laughs> you can initiate something by what you do or what you say. Are you with me? And so this prodigal son taught us a few lessons. And that is what I call the road to lost opportunities. The first error he made was to separate himself. Yeah. Yeah. You see, <laughs> it is not good to separate yourself when you're not supposed to separate yourself. If you look at some big organizations, or I don't know whether I can go into this, but for example, if you, if you, look, at, if you look at politics, isn't it? if you look at politics, sometimes some people separate themselves and then it's like they move from the bigger party to a smaller party and then they 
They finish. They finish. Yeah. They finish. The, the country where I was born in, it's, it's election year. And um, there's a gentleman who was expected to be the flag bearer. I mean, thick, tall, glorious, uh, a noble man. But the internal engines didn't choose him as the one to be the flag bearer. So he separated himself. He has his own name, name everything. His name is on the ballot. He said that if this big group will not entertain me, then I'm forming my own group and I'm contesting. I want to be the big man of this whole country. But you see that when you look at it, it means that the the organization now splits. Instead of the the togetherness that will give one person a higher vote, now, now that one person has gone out, you see that the vote will split. And when it splits, it can easily give the other person or other organization advantage over this, this, this group of people. Because some people choose this side, other people choose that side. So when you separate, it's a mistake. It, 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 it is a road you go on to waste opportunities. So it's just a matter of staying for a few more years. Yeah. If this prodigal son had waited to be a bit more matured, I'm sure maybe the father was old and he would have died. Then you didn't have to now go and disrespect him and tell him that he should open his will, execute his will, and then you get something. You have just been patient. Maybe another two, three years, the man would have died. I'm sure the man was old. But you don't think the man was old. Yeah. The Bible says that, and he took his journey into a far country. The far is, 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 the, is the revelation in the separation. Sometimes if you separate from your parents before it's time. I said sometimes if you separate from your parents before it's time. I, I, I believe that in the, in the setup where you have a nuclear family, that's what? Husband, wife, and child or children. Husband, wife, and children. That's social studies. All of you did social studies. Oh, I hope you passed. So in that setup, I believe that um, a young lady, a woman or a girl who grows up in such a house should not leave the house until she gets married. It's, a, it's easy to understand. The, the, if you're a guy, if you're a son, you can leave. You can go and hustle out there. But a woman is supposed to be guarded and protected in such a sense that the woman is not allowed. That, that's why when Jacob went to marry um, um, wanted to marry Rachel. That's why Leah was still in the house. It was a nuclear family. And Leah will not leave the house until she is married. Leah, you, you, you need that. You, you can't because when you separate yourself, is it a woman must be, if you look at a woman must be, must be located, number one. Permission must be sought for the woman to separate properly from her, her family before she moves with blessings, with encouragement. Because if you look into the Bible, that's what happened. All the women who were given in marriage, 
they were, it was a process. They didn't just move. I mean, uh, King Saul told David that he wants to give him his daughter, Michal. And he told him to go and bring the bride's price. It was a hundred foreskins of the Philistines. Michal did not separate herself from her, her father's kingdom until David presented what was necessary. Are the parents listening to me? Parents in Region 4, are you listening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes the parents in Region 4, they don't understand some of these things. <laughs> parents in Region 3, are you listening? The West, the best, west side is the best side I hear. I'm saying that the child, as for the son, the son must be propped up, must be raised, must be encouraged, must be given a foundation, and he must be pushed out. Galang your way. And help him get a place, settle. I mean, if the Lord has blessed you, maybe even give him a house or something or rent a place for him. Let him start life. But for the woman, the woman shouldn't be pushed out like that because it is very dangerous out there. And it is this mistake of separation that makes people waste their lives. I'm telling you, I, 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 have, a, I have a nephew who um, has been separated from uh, his parents for many, many years. He lives in a country that starts with one of the alphabets. Now, he, he moved to settle in that country. And for many years, he has not had the privilege uh, that he used to have um, of staying with his, with his parents. So he's there alone, outside somewhere, gets falls in love with somebody of a different race. Then they start living together. And now, he's a different person. If you see him, you can't recognize him anymore. The guy has metamorphosized. His features has changed. His face has changed. His dressing and his clothing has changed. He has become somebody else. And, and I attribute it to the fact that he made, there was a mistake in his separation. He was separated from the, from the, the parents who were actually Christians. Who were very serious, dedicated, committed Christians. But because the, the, the boy, my nephew, was separated from his, 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 his parents, in a certain sense, not properly, not adequately, not prepared, no foundation, it became a mistake because now he's off. He's fighting a different battle in his life. He's different. If you see him, you, 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 if you see his, his childhood pictures, you see his picture now, you say, oh, Jesus Christ. What happened to this little boy? Amen. That's what all that time has for us this afternoon. If you are listening to me this afternoon, you're not saved, you need to give your life to Jesus Christ. If you want to do that, I want to pray with you. Say this prayer with me. Say with me, Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. I believe with my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus died for me. I open my heart and I receive Jesus to be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Father, for saving my soul. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. If you pray that prayer with me, call that number that announcer will give and I will pray with you. I will talk to you, okay? It's church, not an office church. We're taking an offering right now. Give an offering, MMG 6147909. Or you can, you can call that number or you can send MMG. 1,000, 5,000, 10,000 Guyanese, 20,000 Guyanese. Why not? 
And I'm encouraging you to tithe into this ministry also. A tenth of your increase. It will be a blessing to you. Father, everyone who is giving, let the blessings of heaven, the blessings from the deep, the blessings of the earth below, be made available to them. Thank you for prospering their lives. Thank you for taking them forward in life. Thank you for raising their standard in life. And thank you for giving them the glory that surpasses any and everything because of what they are giving. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, so God bless you. Uh, come your way again, same time next week, um, with another novice. Uh, preaching, you're preaching nice messages on another novice. Okay, so I'll see you next week. But your offering is received. You are blessed as you give. And, and I'm, I'm, foc- I'm emphasizing on the tithe. Isn't it? Tithe. Tithe. Okay, so tithe into this ministry. I believe God will bless you. God bless you. Are you ready for a life-changing experience? Attend the Art of Ministry Conference 2024 with Bishop Victor Collins of Sabre. If you are a minister, head of church, assistant pastor, helper or worker in the church, or a serious Christian worker, and you desire to deepen your understanding of the ministry, don't miss this conference. Happening live from February 22nd to the 24th, 2004 at the West Bank Cathedral, Canal No. 2 Coda, West Bank Demerara, Guyana. Be sure to save the date. Register today. Call or WhatsApp us at 592-614-7909 or 592-683-0821. We can't wait to see you there. You can hear more of Bishop Collins live Sunday at 8am and 10am at Good Shepherd Church off Stanley Town Road to South Section Canal No. 2, West Bank Demerara, a short distance from the Conservancy Dam. The Good Shepherd Church is the church with direction for your life. Contact us for more information on plus 592-614-7909. We hope you have been blessed by this message. For more information on the ministry of Bishop Collins, please call 592-691-5301 or 592-628-2227 or email us on notanoviceservice at gmail.com. God richly bless your day.